All right, it's Chandra again with the Contemporary Horsemanship Podcast, and today I'm going to talk about teaching a horse to drag a rope. So it sounds like kind of a stupid exercise or something you wouldn't really necessarily think of, but really it's from a safety standpoint. So it's going to happen at some point in time where you put your horse in the cross ties and his rope fall down, or he's just standing there, or it gets out of your hand while he's hand grazing or leading or something like that. And the same thing can happen with bridle reins, especially if you have split reins, that can happen. So, I mean, obviously we want to be careful about it and make sure that that doesn't happen, but it just is. (laughs) Like the longer you have horses, like you'll drop your rope and they might stand on it and it's okay. But we want to teach the horse that it's not a big deal. Like they can deal with it. They don't have to panic. They don't have to like step on the rope and pull their head back and run off and then be afraid of something dragging behind it. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, I had done it with my Mustangs and I thought it was a good exercise to talk about today. So first of all, just like any training, when you first start doing it, you're going to want to put your horse in a safe area. So a stall would be great, a round pen, an arena Um, nothing really bigger than that. Definitely safe fencing just in case if your horse does get worried. Um, They can be like contained and it's not a big deal. So make sure you have that. And then again, you want to start when it's not like feeding time or a lot of things are going on, just you in the arena, not other people. So if you have a boarding situation, you might have to just like rent the round pen or use your stall or something else like that. But Um, then when you are ready to start your, the equipment that I like to use is a flat, like nylon halter. Uh, you don't really want to use a leather halter because your horse, if your horse does step on this, which they probably will, and you want to do that a little bit in this controlled scenario, you don't want to break the halter. So I don't use a leather one and I don't use a breakaway one because both of those are going to do the same thing. When the horse steps on it, it's going to pop free. And that's great. That's great for turnout and just for leading and other options and trailering and things. But for this exercise, we want to have uh, something that's not going to break. So, but I do like to use the nylon halter because it is flat. It's going to disperse that pressure better. And then it's not going to be as scary to the horse. If you don't have a flat nylon halter, then using one that's just a really soft rope halter would be okay. I'd be careful with that. Um, Just because if the horse did get tangled up, that's not going to break. You're going to have to cut it. Um, Hopefully that's not going to happen but do have that in the back of your mind. Um, Sometimes, like most of the time, you might have to cut a nylon halter as well, but most of the time uh, they'll pop like at the hardware areas, but we're trying to not get the horse caught and stuff. But again, as I'm talking about safety, that is a thing that can happen. So we want to be prepared and be safe. So those are the two kinds of halters I recommend. I definitely don't recommend using a very thin, stiff, rope halter or one with knots of any kind or twists of any kind. We don't want that. It's going to be too much pressure and it's just going to scare the horse. There's just no place in this exercise for that. Okay. Once you've got all that stuff, the next thing that I'm going to use is a lead rope. So in the beginning phases, when the rope's not attached to your horse, then you can use whatever lead rope you want. And I would use different ones because some that are short are going to be less scary than like a lunge line they're just not as long or they make different sounds, something like that. I would just mix it up in the beginning. But then once you start actually attaching the rope to your horse, then you're going to want something that's fairly short. So I use a lead rope that came with one of my horses like off the track. So I don't know what the history of this lead rope is. It's very old. It's very stiff. Like you probably wouldn't even be able to tie correctly with it because it just doesn't really loop. That's what you want. That's perfect. If you can go to a tax sale or a yard sale or something where there's just like 
trash lead ropes, that's what you want. <laughs> um, mine looks like it's been cut. I'm assuming there was a horse tied and they had to cut it off. I'm not sure. I don't know. I wasn't there, but there's a cut mark. So it's probably like five feet long, I'd say. I like to use that lead rope for this and I use it for my mini horse because he's little, but that kind of lead rope is going to be perfect. If you don't have that, that's okay. You can get one like that you get at Tractor Supply that's like, I think they're like six or seven feet long. I would try to get one as stiff as you possibly can if you can touch it because you don't want it to loop up. So you don't want that loop to get stuck around the horse's leg. So if it looped and then the horse stepped on it and get tangled up, we don't want that. That's probably not likely going to happen, but try to find one that's pretty stiff. Or like I do have a couple of like training lines. So like a length in between a lead rope and a lunge line, and they're also really stiff. So something like that, kind of mix it up. I'm just describing what I use it works really well. That's what I would prefer. So then when those are your equipment things, what we want to do first for actual training, you can have the lead rope on or the halter on or off and don't have the lead rope on at all. You're just going to hold it in your hand. So what you want to do is first sensitize to the sight of it. So you don't want the horse to be afraid of just the rope and it's a few feet from the horse. There's no sense in moving on past that if they can't just see the rope and be calm with that. So again, um, I like to use positive reinforcement. So what I would do is have the rope wherever the horse is comfortable. So you can tell when your horse is not comfortable once you bring that rope and he either starts moving like away from the rope, um, he'll lift his head up and kind of look at it or he'll move his head to look at it in a different way. He might snort, he might back up. Um, just usually though, what they're going to do is raise their head up. So that's going to be like, Oh, what is that? That is the point where you're going to stop. And then once the horse relaxes or, um, maybe steps toward the rope, not necessarily, but if they do, that's when you're going to want to click and feed. And then I would take the rope away. So I would click, maybe put the rope behind you. So it's further away from the horse and then feed. And then I would work at that until you can progressively get closer and closer until you can touch the horse. So this is just going to be a little overview. Obviously, it's hard to do like step by step in a podcast form, especially for me. I guess I learned better with a video, but I wanted to just kind of give you guys the idea and like some information in a podcast form. And then um, I do have other videos of me doing this with my horses. So I'm just going to go on to the next one. So you first you want to make sure that the horse is okay with the rope approaching him from both sides. He's doesn't worry about it. His neck elevation doesn't change. He doesn't move away. He doesn't back up. That has to be done first. Then you want to desensitize to the feel of the rope. So once you can come up to your horse with the rope, you want to be able to let the horse target it with his nose. You're going to click when he touches it and then feed him. And then you're going to start by touching him on the shoulder with the rope. So as soon as you touch him with the rope, you're going to click and feed. Some horses, uh, especially if you have like a feral horse or maybe just one that's really flighty or afraid of ropes, you might have to let the horse target the rope on his own. So we already did that with his nose, but you want to just, if you want to do a little bit more and let them kind of control the situation better so that they don't have to hold still while you touch them with this thing that they don't like, um, you can have them target it like with the side of the face and then their neck and then their shoulder. And that's usually where I stop is at the shoulder and then I start touching them with it on my own past that point. But to do that, I just put my rope close to like the cheek is where I move on from the nose next. 
and then I'll put it really close, like a couple inches. And then once they start turning their head there, I kind of meet them in the middle and bring it toward them a little bit. And then I'll click and feed. So then the horse gets the idea, like when I hold up this rope, they go and put their cheek and then I'll do that on the neck and the shoulder. So if that's part of your process and your horse is a little worried about it, I would do that. I did that with Atlas. I did not do it with Castor because Castor was a little bit braver. He didn't really need it. So for horses who are cool with the whip or pretty domesticated, like not a feral horse on a wild horse, then you can just start at the shoulder. Um, just touch them with the shoulder at the shoulder with the rope, click there, and then take it away and feed. And then I would do that down the, the entire length of the horse's body and then down the other side. So in the beginning, you might have to fold up the rope quite a bit, depending on where your horse is at. Again, if they show you those avoidance behaviors, you've gone too far, go back a step. So you might have to fold up your rope a little bit more. Um, usually I kind of fold it like in half or maybe in fourths. That usually works pretty good. Um, my short rope, I think I fold in half. Anything longer than that, I fold in fourths. Um, and then I do that over their body. So if you started out in like two folds, so in fourths with the rope, then I would go and add in another step there to where it's just folded in half and then rub that over the body with the same process and then with just the rope loose because that progressively adds more movement to the rope um, and then it just desensitizes them in a systematic way so you're not just skipping from a bunch of folds and the rope's really small to now it's really long. So you're going to re review here real quick. So desensitize to the site, both sides, desensitize to the feel using targeting first and then when it's folded over and then unfolded both sides, then we're going to move on to movement. So you're going to see this before, like a traditional desensitizing video is going to be where you, you see someone with a halter and lead rope in one hand and they're holding the horse and then they're tossing a rope like over their withers or their back. It's going to be like that, but I, I like to prefer to work at Liberty. So I am like very aware of what my horse is thinking and feeling and he can tell me and he doesn't feel restricted by the halter even if I'm not holding it or if he's not tied they can still feel like they don't have choices just by wearing those things so I'm just going to work at liberty without a halter right now and then I'm just going to toss the um, lead rope up kind of toward their shoulders and you might have to start again like all the other lessons by breaking it down just kind of tossing it toward the horse like from a few feet away and not actually touching him and then as it moves, you click and, and feed. And then you get a little bit closer, you click and feed. So that's going to be the process of approaching there. If your horse is okay with just the rope tossing on him from the beginning, then start there. And so I would like toss up on the withers first. And as it's moving and touching him, then I click, I'll take it off, and then I feed him a treat. I want to do that a couple times, making sure that the horse is relaxed. He's not got his head really high, he's not moving away, he's not storting, his eyes aren't really wide, he doesn't have any wrinkles or anything on his nose or his muzzle. Um, those are all signs that he's worried. So we don't want any of that. If your horse is worried, that's all right. Go back a step. It's good to notice that he is and go back versus have no idea and c continue going. So we want to get used to the movement of the rope. So I like to start withers or like shoulders. So like in the but like the pre-movements without touching him. So I'll kind of toss the rope toward the withers, but without touching. So I start kind of on the shoulders. Then once he's good with that, then I'll move on to the withers. And then, so from now on, like if you need to do the pre-step where you just toss it kind of toward the horse, I'm gonna do that in the same place as I described next. So from the withers, I move on to the back. So if I was gonna just do an intermediate step, I would just kind of toss the rope toward the horse's back without touching him. 
and then so on. So I start on the withers, then the back, then the hindquarters, then the hind legs and the front legs, and then the horse's neck and then their head. So that's kind of the system of how I do it. You're going to do that on both sides and your horse should be relaxed. There shouldn't be any worriedness. The horse shouldn't be worried. He shouldn't be moving. He shouldn't be leaving and you shouldn't be preventing him from doing those things. So you might have to go back a step. You might have to break the lesson down a little bit more to change those things. So you want to make sure you have all that your horse needs to know like how to interact with the rope and that the rope itself is not scary. If you have a, like a really feral horse or something, you also have to do that with the halter. So that's a separate video and separate podcast. Like I, I feel like I made a podcast on how to halter. I might not have, but I'm not going to describe how to halter here. But if your horse does have a halting problem, let's sort that out first and do that first. And then we'll move on to this. But um, you want to make sure that the horse is good with all of the rope. He's cool with the rope. He's cool with approaching it. He's cool with targeting it. And it's all good. So then we're going to start actually dragging the rope. So first, I just start with him following it. And I'll be in front of him, not attached. Nothing's attached to him. But I just want him to follow it. And it, that when they can follow something and it's moving away from them, that kicks in their curiosity. It's not chasing them. They're chasing it. It makes them braver. Um, and they just feel more confident. So I would just let the rope out some and then drag it away. And then when they follow it, I would click and feed. And eventually I would do that a few times until he wants to actually touch it while it drags and reward that as well. So once your horse is following the rope and as it's dragging and he wants to touch it, then I'm going to start standing next to him while the rope drags next to him. So that was a big scary thing for my Mustang Atlas was he didn't want that moving on the ground. He didn't want it moving toward him. It was a huge scary deal. So it's good to just get that out of the way before you ever attach it. So you have that building block and they already understand it in a positive way versus they think it's chasing them. So we want to make sure that that's all taken care of too. So I just like to start by standing next to them. If your horse knows how to lead, you could do that. If they, if they know how to lead at Liberty, go for that. If not, you can have a halter and lead rope on, but then have the other rope just like in your other hand. So you can kind of stop that or drop it if you need to. And you still have a hold of your horse. I wouldn't start attaching anything and dragging it at the same time quite yet. So you can start leading your horse and then I would drop that rope to the outside of you. So if I'm leading my horse on his left side, so my lead rope attached to him is in my right hand. My other lead rope is in my left hand. So I I am between the horse and the rope. So he's got a little bit of a barrier there too. So I'm not like super close. This is where I like to start. So I'll just start leading the horse and let the rope drag next to him. And we'll just do a step at first and then I'll click and feed. I'll build up to two steps and three steps and four steps and continue on. Um, your horse, again, might not need to be, it to be broken down quite that much. So if you have a horse that's pretty chill, you could do a few steps, click and feed, and then continue on and then build up a little bit faster. So I want to do that on both sides first. Then I'm going to move the position of the rope. So still, again, it's not attached, but I'm going to hold my lead rope attached to the horse in my left hand, but I'm still going to be like if I'm still on the horse's left side, I'm just switching hands. So I'm holding my horse in my left hand and then the other lead rope is in my right hand so that the rope is closer to the horse's feet. So already you've desensitized the horse to the tossing of the rope like that I described earlier um, around his legs. That was another big thing for Atlas. He didn't like it coming around his legs. He doesn't like it touching his legs. He doesn't like the feel of it. So 
that's why that's important to do first. And then now like he can see the dragging and we can kind of start adding those together in a minute. So then I'm going to do the same thing that we did with the rope on the outside is he's just going to lead next to you with it, um, with the rope dragging close to you. So again, your first step with the rope outside of you. So like you're between the horse and the rope needs to be solid because you don't want the horse to be scared. And then he kicks out, he runs away. And then you're you, like, you're close to him and he's trying to get the rope. So we don't want that. Um, so we can do some leading that way. So again, you're start from one step or a few steps, depending on your horse and build up from there. Um, then I want to kind of get the horse used to having the rope on their legs and then walking out of it. So you don't have to do this with every horse. I did it with Atlas because of his phobia of like ropes on his leg. So what I would do is kind of toss the rope like around his front legs. So it's just kind of laying there. It's not looped, nothing like that. And then asking him to go forward, kind of step out of it. And as soon as he starts walking forward, I would click and reward. And I would do that on both his front legs and his hind legs. You can do one leg at a time or two legs at a time, kind of depending on where your horse is and how comfortable they are with that exercise. Because I want them to get used to, it's okay to have like stuff touching their legs, just in case, you know, if that lead rope falls down or they get tangled in something else. So I like to do that too. Um, and then after that, and they're cool with all the dragging and the sounds and you've used different ropes to do this, like um, what the rope I described earlier with the short one and the stiff one, that's just for the attached part for when you're actually dragging the rope. Um, while you're just kind of um, preparing him for that, you can use different ropes, lunge lines, things like that, so that they are ready for different things and they're kind of used to it already. Um, and then while you're leading, th during those leading exercises, you can use a lead rope or you can do it in like an around the round pen situation. So you could have, you could be on the inside and you could be dragging the rope on the inside and the horse could be on the outside. And that might be a good starting point for a lot of horses that are nervous, or you can just lead them with their lead rope. So um, after all of those things are done and all set up, then you want to make sure that your horse is cool with pressure. So before we start actually dragging the rope attached to them, they're gonna feel pressure on their face and that's usually what scares them. It's definitely gonna be a combo or like a, there's three things, so triple threat, I guess, of scariness. So um, it's gonna be the pressure that they feel when they step on it. It's gonna be the dragging of the rope and then the feeling of it on their legs. So it's gonna be one or all of those things that's scary. So. Um, now that we've gotten rid of the movement and we've gotten rid of the touch of it, now we're going to do the pressure. So again, if your horse needs to be haltered and needs to learn how to tie, they have to do that first before you do this. So I, again, also think I did an episode on tying. I'm not sure, but I'll, or I'll do a separate one later. Um, but do that separately. Your horse needs to already know how to tie and is comfortable with it. So like they can lunge and you can ask them to come forward from the lead rope pressure and they're totally fine with that that has to be happening first because it when they start stepping on that it's going to be kind of a hard pressure and it could scare them so we don't want we don't really want that so I want to make sure that they have all the foundation first and everything's like good to go so um, you want to make sure that your horse can tie or you teach him to tie or you fix his tying problem before you start doing the rope dragging things. So we don't want that. Um, and then now to actually do some rope dragging, what we can do is start off by just having a piece of rope that is maybe kind of thin, like a yachting rope, 
and you can put it through the ring in your halter. So it's kind of like an intermediate step. So then you can just um, loop that through and then let the horse walk around with it. And then he kind of steps on it. He feels a little pressure, but then that rope's going to slide out and it won't be as scary. So I would recommend doing that little intermediate pressure, uh, intermediate step. So I'm going to describe how to do that. So I would stay, I don't have stalls here, but I would do a stall or like a little round pen, something like that. So I do mine in the round pen. Um, so I'd put my horse in the round pen and then I'm going to have him already haltered. Go ahead and thread that rope through like the ring on your halter just once so it, it'll come out when he steps on it. And then I'm going to go ahead and do that right by the gate. So then I can leave him on their side of the gate, drop the rope and immediately shut the gate and be on the other side just in case. So he's kind of in his own area and you're not going to get run over or anything. So um, that's a little important part of that. Um, and then I like to use a bucket of food for rewarding like good reactions and to create some movement. So I don't want to be chasing him around. I don't want this to be stressful. I don't want it to be scary. Um, I'm going to use like a bucket of hay or some kind of treat your horse likes to help him move without scaring him. So what I like to do is I'll have a bucket of like hay pellets and I'll move that like a few feet away from him and put a little bit in that and put it on the ground. And then that's going to create some movement. He's going to walk toward it and he's going to start seeing that rope drag. So I wanted him to only take a couple steps. And then ideally what you want is to be able to give your horse a reward from outside of there. I like to do it on the outside because I don't want to be in there with them necessarily. Um, if you have like an around the round pen, that's somewhat sturdy or, or you, like they, they're not going to hurt themselves if they did knock it over. Like mine's made out of cones and poles. So like if they hit that, like it's just going to fall over. It's not the end of the world. But um, it's also not going to protect you if they decide to run you over. <laughs> so depending on your horse, how wild they are, um, I would base it on that. So I did my Mustangs in the round pen. I was on the outside of it. So my Mustangs also know to like get food out of the bucket or I can toss like a hay cube on the ground and they'll go grab it. But you want to be have a way to be able to reward them for doing something good. So my horse would take a couple steps to get to the bucket. I'm going to click while he's moving. And then I'll like throw hay cube or I'll bring the bucket closer to him and give him that reward. And then I'm going to reward every good decision he does. So if he's being nice and calm while it's dragging or maybe he steps on it and he relaxes in a calm way. And then I'm also going to increase the steps that he's taking. So I'm going to reward all of those things. So, and it's not a big deal if... Um, they step on the rope and it slides through and scares them. It's okay. Like it, it's going to be a little bit scary probably. Hopefully it's not a lot so that you've done your homework and everything's like, you know, everything's good. So it's not the end of the world. They've got that basis and that foundation. So hopefully that's the part of it. But once you actually get into it, it can be a little scary depending on your horse. So I'd work on that for a few days of just having that rope drag out and like it's not a big deal. Like it's kind of the idea is kind of like the blocker tie ring or one that's similar like roping or wrapping the rope around like a panel or a post is that they feel it for a little bit and then it's loose. Like it's it's sliding through there. It's not just hard. So it's the same kind of thing when you're teaching tying. But um, doing that for a while and then once your horse is not having any like large reactions to it, 
um, then you're going to go ahead and actually attach the lead rope. So your horse is probably going to have some kind of reaction to it. They're probably just going to pick their head up or they'll stop kind of fast. Um, and those are all normal ones. Like the goal for this exercise is just to know that if your lead rope were to drop or your rein were to drop and they were to step on it, you want to know what their reaction is and kind of train that to be a little bit better. So ideally you want them to feel it and stop. And that's where the tying comes in and, and the um, coming off of pressure comes in. You don't want them to panic and run. So that's what we're really training for. It's not necessarily exercise. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just training for those emergency situations if they were to happen. So same thing as before. Get your horse in the round pen for my example. I attach lead rope. I pop it on the ground. And then I get out right away. Because if he immediately steps on it, I don't want him to run me over. So... Um, and then some horses, like my quarter horse, I did this. She steps on it and she just stops and looks at you. Like if your horse is like that and you've seen him do it already, you don't need to train this. Like some horses are just like that and that's normal. But I had to train it specifically for my two Mustangs because they just didn't understand. And so some horses just don't understand, even if they aren't Mustangs. Um, but my quarter horse is just, she's a Western pleasure bred quarter horse. She's just like, what's happening? Like that's her reaction to most everything, which is nice, <laughs> But um, this is really um, geared for the horses who are, that's not the reaction to everything. <laughs> so, but okay, so your horse is in the round pen, you've dropped the leader up, shut the gate. Same thing, I'm gonna move my bucket a few feet away, see if they can follow it. Again, rewarding them for making the decisions and remaining calm while it drags next to them, which they should be good with, um, since of all the preparatory work we did. If they are not, then um, go back, go back, take the lead rope off and try again. Um, one thing about that is if you do need to grab your horse for some reason, make sure that they're going to come up to you. So like my, like my horses will come when they're called, but my like immediate recall is like grain in a bucket. And I feel like that works for most horses. Um, so like if I shake it, they're going to come. So even if like when I was doing this with my Mustangs, they're a little hesitant about the rope around them, they're still coming up. So then I can kind of grab the rope from the ground, feed it up through the panels, unclip it, and then I can go in the round pen and grab the horse. So that's how I would do that. If you were in like a, a arena or a stall, I would use like a, if you have like a grabber or like um, just a stick, like a training stick or something like that to where you can grab it. Um, or maybe you can slide in and grab it. Um, that's why I like to do it in the round pen or maybe if you can do it in around the round pen or somewhere where there's like... Um, like slats or rails so that you can get the lead rope safely. Or if your horse is like my quarter horse, then you can just go in there and grab it, but just being safe the whole time. So, um, but that's kind of the process. You're going to do the same thing as when you had it looped through. It's just going to be attached, asking him to walk a little bit further, rewarding for all the good things. And then if he does kind of step on it and gets worried, it's not a big deal. You'll be like, oh, that was awesome. Here's a little bit of grain in the bucket. And just making it a good experience is the biggest part because you're not rewarding the horse for maybe he'll step on it and pick his head up really fast or he might move away quickly. You're rewarding that when that does happen, something good happens after it. So then if you do that enough, it'll be a little bit better for your horse because hopefully this doesn't happen every day. But I did it enough that you, my horses will, if this does happen, they're going to stop and they're just going to stand there and then I can come help them. So I didn't drill it forever and it wasn't necessarily perfect, but they did stop and then they'll move away and then they'll just stand there. What we really don't want is running and the horse thinks it's chasing them. And that's why I do all of the rope dragging in the beginning and the desensitizing. So 
but that's really the end goal here. Um, and then just my last tip is it really helps if you have your horse when they're young because then they're little and they're a little bit easier to teach and manipulate and they're not going to like run through your fence and like do all kinds of things, which they should not be doing with this either because it's all in little steps. So they should be continuing on and being successful through each step, but it does help when they're young and they're little and you can teach them that in the same process. So we're not going to just, because they're little, just attach a lead rope and hope for the best. Um, but just, it does help because they are littler and easier they're learning. So it works, but that's kind of what I have for today. Um, just so we can have like a little safety lesson. It's kind of similar to like when you're teaching a horse to move their feet forward, um, in response to pressure, like lead rope pressure. So that if they ever got stuck in the fence, they would be like, oh, okay, I, I, um, I move toward the pressure instead of pull against it. It's the same kind of thing. So that's my little safety lesson for today. And it worked well for my Mustangs. So it's just something good to have and good for your horse to know.